There's no shame in utilizing conventional medicine. A lot of conventional medicine is super awesome. There's no place I would rather be than in an ER after a car accident or a trauma. I think the best approach for health is to understand and utilize both conventional and natural medicine. Hi, I'm Dr. Alexis Reed, a naturopathic doctor and chemical engineer with a master's in toxicology. I am the founder of EcoChic Movement. I built this business because I saw that parents were looking for natural and preventative health options for their babies and kids, but would get overwhelmed along the way. I am committed to helping parents feel in the driver's seat of their child's health. I am a mom who had a child with the worst eczema ever seen by his doctors and felt overwhelmed navigating his health, even with my background. I'm going to take my clinical experience combined with my experience as a mama to bring you practical solutions for your family. Join me every Monday where I interview experts and have in-depth conversations on issues that commonly pop up in parenthood. Hello, I'm so excited that you're here for the first episode of the EcoChic Movement podcast. I'm Dr. Alexis Reed, a naturopathic doctor who has been practicing for almost 10 years. I'm not quite sure where the time has gone. I have my degree in chemical engineering and a master's in toxicology. I'm also the founder of EcoChic Movement, a non-toxic skincare line for babies and mamas with sensitive skin. Whether you are pregnant, have a new baby or toddler, or even preschoolers, I'm so happy you're here. I know this podcast is going to bring you what you need. I'm a mom to an almost four-year-old named Harvey, who has a knack for putting us through the ringer. More on that to come. And I'm a mom in the trenches of new motherhood with you. And I'm looking forward to sharing my personal experience with early motherhood, as well as the knowledge I've gained from my 10 years in practice. Side note, I remember when I graduated thinking how old established people who had been in practice for 10 years are, and now in what seems like a blink of an eye, that is me. Same thing has gone for my parenting journey. It really is true that the days are long, but the years are short. I can't believe Harvey is starting school in the fall. But that saying can be super triggering if you're in the trenches, surviving day to day with little support and counting down the hours until bedtime to get some time to just breathe and feel like yourself again. What makes this podcast different from the other mom podcasts out there is I'm going to help educate you on your child's health, both through my own knowledge and via the help of many super knowledgeable experts, people like physiotherapists, therapists, lactation consultants, dietitians, pediatricians, speech language practitioners, and more. These experts are moms themselves. They get it. They're also in the trenches and won't be giving out solutions that are great on paper, but don't translate to real life with little people. But we can't forget about you. This podcast will be a mix of mom and child-related health topics that are super common in the early years. The information will not be preachy and talking at you. It will be easy to digest and actionable with simple action steps to put in place after each episode. The other big difference that I'm committed to with this podcast is that it won't be, for lack of a better word, shamey. I know even for myself, with my background, when I go on Instagram in particular, I've noticed that a lot of the natural accounts can make me feel bad about my parenting and things that I either did or didn't do. There will be no holier-than-thou preaching on this podcast. It is all about making the best choices with the information you had available at the time. As a side note, I think this is also where a lot of the issues start with grandparents or in-laws. They see us do things differently with our children, and it fuels a lot of the comments like, our kids slept on their stomachs and they turned out fine. I don't know how you survived with all the things we did wrong. And my personal fave, we didn't put our kids in car seats and they were fine. To which I replied, um, sir, your son is only 30, so you definitely should have been using a car seat. The grandparent-in-law dynamic changing relationship is a very common problem, and it's something that I'll be sure to bring in an expert or two to talk about. 
Another observation I've made from my years in this industry and going through it myself is how much time and energy is focused on prenatal classes and the birth, which I do think requires planning and attention. But most people spend little to no time thinking about what happens when you actually bring the baby home. There used to be a few bringing home baby classes offered, but they are few and far between now. It is super necessary. Babies can throw so many curveballs your way, be it colic, which isn't really a diagnosis, but more on that in a later episode, breastfeeding struggles, NICU stays, a baby who doesn't sleep through the night for forever, relationship struggles, postpartum mental health, the list goes on and on. So many new moms are left in the dark, scrambling to find resources when these things happen. Through hosting the New Mama Summit, I saw all the areas new moms struggle with and need more guidance. I will tailor our guest experts to cover a wide range of these topics. I knew all of these things were issues when I started out with the New Mama Summit. It's why I decided to do it in the first place. But I learned firsthand just how prevalent these issues are from talking to the over 5,000 moms who attended the summit. I will deep dive into my story more in episode three, which talks about Harvey's early life and struggles. But here's the Coles Notes version of what got me to the point of starting this podcast and what you will gain from listening. I was in quote, I'm doing air quotes, advanced maternal age, 36 to be exact mom. So right off the bat, that brings with it decisions about extra testing and just a lot of comments from family, friends, random strangers about how I'm high risk because of my age. I was not, that is false. I got quite sick with pneumonia when I was 26 weeks pregnant, lots of coughing, it was very tough on the pelvic floor and quite stressful. I'm also allergic to penicillin and lesson learned, I would... I have since tested and I'm not actually allergic to penicillin. Uh, most children born in the 80s and 90s had an overabundance of penicillin in those days. And there was a lot of false false allergies that presented that was just overprescription of penicillin. They actually did a study on this at the Children's Hospital here at GEO in Ottawa. And they tested, I think, around 700 people who had been told they had a penicillin allergy and, and very low number. I think five or six actually did. So I would say... Um, that it is definitely worth getting tested if you have penicillin allergy, because that is one of the only antibiotics that they like to use in pregnancy that has a good, um, that they've been using for a long time and has a good safety profile. So that was quite challenging when I was sick, because here was the naturopathic doctor begging for antibiotics, and no one wanted to prescribe me any because I was allergic to penicillin, and they were nervous to prescribe other options. Harvey was breached until 35 weeks. I tried every method in the book, It was a full-time job, spinning babies, chiropractic care, acupuncture, moxa, which is a a stick of burning herb that you put over acupuncture points, standing on my head in a pool, being upside down on a laundry or a ironing board in our living room every night, etc. to turn him. I was trying everything. I was afraid of having a C-section. And if I'm being honest, felt like that was a failure, quotes again, for a naturopath, which is completely irrational. Long story short, I was carrying a box that was a lot heavier than I should have been carrying and fell off of our front steps onto my hands and knees and he turned head down that night. His birth was quick and uneventful, but breastfeeding was a major struggle. He had a tongue tie released and that helped a bit. I was struggling with supply. Tongue ties and feeding challenges are definitely a topic I will be covering. He had jaundice and struggled to gain weight right from the start. I had to triple feed, which is breastfeed, pump, and then feed the pump milk for months and was seeing a lactation consultant weekly until he was six months old. 
I would go to the drop-in and all the moms with newborns would just look at me and ask how old my baby was because he was huge in comparison. He dropped to the first percentile despite all my efforts when he was six months old and I was feeling very worn out and defeated. In retrospect, I was putting so much pressure on myself to breastfeed and that was amplified by the fact that he was reacting to any formula that we tried to top him up with. Oh, and he also wouldn't take a bottle. At around the same age, his eczema went from bad to severe. He was covered from head to toe, weeping, crusted eczema. He would soak his sleepers every night. It weeps so much. He looked like a little Hannibal Lecter. (laughs) Poor guy. He itched all the time and slept in two-hour stretches. I felt defeated and ashamed. I felt like a bad mom and a bad naturopathic doctor because my practice centered around helping kids with eczema. I'd been doing it for six or seven years before I had him. And here I was unable to help my own son who had the worst eczema the doctors had ever seen. I was also having to push with every doctor. I got nowhere with this pediatrician. She wouldn't refer him to an allergist or dermatologist. I had to take him to the children's hospital's ER five times before I got someone who would listen and agree that she also thought he was suffering from food allergies. Oh, I forgot the part that at this point in time, I had only been eating four foods lamb, sweet potato, blueberry, and spinach for 14 weeks in an attempt to isolate what was causing his issues. Um, Spoiler alert, it was coconut. And that's what's called a total elimination diet. They're not fun. (laughs) I will have Dr. Trill from Free to Feed on in a future episode to talk all things food allergies and breastfeeding. It's not for the pain of art. So yeah, to say the first eight months were rough is an understatement. Then he turned nine months old and COVID hit and brought with it all kinds of other challenges both as a new mom and as a business owner. Are you trying to make, quote unquote, all the right decisions as a mom? If so, then you will want to listen to this info about skincare products. Toxins in skincare products are not great for anyone, but they are of the biggest concern for babies, young children, and in pregnancy. Why is this? Many of the toxins are neurological and endocrine or hormonal in nature. Babies in particular are very susceptible to these toxins because they have a higher body fat percentage and immature enzymes that help with their detoxification. Are you thinking, makes sense, but I buy paraben and phthalate free. Did you know that there's a bit of a trick to paraben and phthalate free? Next time you're at the store, look at the labels of the paraben and phthalate free products. If you see listed on the label fragrance or perfume, then it's not paraben and phthalate free. How can they say this is then? Well, it's called a loophole. Companies do not have to disclose what is in their fragrance blend because it's considered proprietary information. Mind-blowing, right? Here you are spending extra money and thinking you're making a safer choice, only to be duped. So what is a concerned mom to do? Buy from smaller brands that actually care and aren't trying to trick you. Here at EcoChic Movement, our products are formulated by me, Dr. Alexis Reed, a chemical engineer, naturopathic doctor, with a master's degree in toxicology. You will not find any fragrance in our products, only sparingly used 100% essential oils that are safe for babies. We have a whole line of products for babies and children that are gentle for even the most sensitive of skin. Our top sellers are skin conditioning cream and diaper cream. Our listeners can get 25% off of their first order by using the coupon code podcast at checkout. Go to our website today and take your baby's skin type quiz to get started with the right products for your little one. But enough about me for now and back to the goals of the podcast. My goals are to educate and empower new moms. I will have amazing professionals on, a lot of whom I've worked with before, 
and have open and honest conversations about what they have learned, both through their area of expertise and through their motherhood experience. Experts like lactation consultants, pelvic floor physio, speech language pathologists, childhood physical therapists for baby milestones, therapists, and more. I want to get your burning questions answered and to do deep dives, way more info than you can get on an IG story, into the topics that matter most to you. Our healthcare systems were in a state of chaos before the pandemic, especially in Canada, which only showed just how large the cracks really are. So many people, including babies and children, are falling through these cracks. It is not uncommon in Canada to wait 12 plus hours in an ER. If you have a family doctor or pediatrician, which many do not due to the shortage, you are not able to get an appointment for multiple weeks. Urgent care clinics are crowded and few and far between. Now more than ever, it's important to be able to know how to take your child's health into your own hands. Knowing the red flags to look for and how to manage and treat health conditions that your child may have is no longer optional. The healthcare system in its current state, and to be clear, I'm talking about the system specifically and not the people who are working within it, has left parents with no choice but to learn how to help their child through illnesses at home. If you go on any Facebook mom group, there are multiple posts with things like, what do I do when my child has these symptoms? Or how many days can they go with a high fever without seeing a doctor? Or what can I do to help with this ear infection? Has anyone dealt with bad eczema? What worked best for you? My sister is an ICU nurse and myself as a naturopathic doctor. Even with our training, it is stressful and different when it's your own child. We are always talking about how much is expected of parents now to pick up on health-wise and how it's not fair, especially for parents who don't have medical training. I talk to patients every day who have spent hours and hours researching their child's medical issues because they either can't get their child seen or they aren't being heard when they finally do get that appointment. I know how stressful it can be. I've had to wait 10 plus hours at our children's hospital when Harvey was having an asthma attack. Having tools in your mama doctor toolkit is essential now more than ever. I went off on a bit of a sidetrack there, so back to the goals of the podcast. My other goal is to empower you, empower you to trust your gut, to have faith in yourself that you know what is best for your child, empower you to believe that you are doing a great job. But beyond that, I want you to feel the confidence to take action to change something that isn't working for you, ask for help, or to help you feel less alone on this journey. It's actually wild how much of the real side of motherhood is not talked about. It's starting to be more now through Instagram and TikTok, but there's still a lot of moms who believe that they are failing and doing so much worse than other moms who feel like they are the only ones struggling in their relationships. And I want to open up the conversations, let you know that above all else, you are not alone. The other big misconception that I want to address that could happen with this podcast is just because it's focused on natural health doesn't mean that it's an all or nothing kind of thing. You don't have to go live off the grid and run a homestead to benefit from natural medicine. Nor do I think natural medicine is the answer to every ailment. Please, if you have symptoms of strep throat, which has been going around a lot lately, go get yourself some antibiotics. Strep is not a bug to mess with. There is no shame in utilizing conventional medicine. A lot of conventional medicine is super awesome. There's no place I would rather be than in an ER after a car accident or a trauma. I think the best approach for health is to understand and utilize both conventional and natural medicine. So while a lot of the podcasts will be learning how to support your baby and child's health, I don't want to forget about you. A big part of this podcast will be on optimizing mom's physical and mental health. I want you to step into your role in motherhood in a way that works for you. I'm a big fan and advocate of Eve Rodsky. 
If you haven't read her book, Fair Play, do yourself a favor and grab it today. I saw in my local Facebook group today a post from a mom about how she was drowning with the mental load of managing a family. I was astonished to see over 110 comments saying things like, that's just the way it is, or things like moms are better at managing all the tasks. I want you to know that A, this is not true, B, it doesn't have to be that way in your family, and C, if you are managing the vast majority of all the household and family mental and physical tasks, it is negatively affecting your health. I see women in my office every day for health complaints like fatigue, anxiety, burnout, stemming from exactly this, thinking that they have to do everything. I will have experts on to show you how to manage the load in a tangible way, and if we are lucky, we may even get to hear from Eve herself. You matter, not just because when you do well, your family does well. You matter as an individual. You're not just a mom now. You're still your individual self, and that self needs attention. And again, I'm not saying that these are all things I am getting perfect, but I've learned how important they are, and I want to help moms from having to learn the hard way for the sake of your health. Okay, I need to wrap this up. In summary, my biggest motivator for starting this podcast is I see every day moms who are trying so hard to get it right and get help for themselves and their kids. I nerd out on learning everything from different areas of health for mom and baby. I've been told that one of my superpowers is breaking down complex info into easily digestible pieces. So that is what I'm going to do here. Get all the goods and break it down into easy to put into practice steps that will help to make a real difference in your day-to-day life. New episodes will drop every Monday. The next two are already here, so go ahead and give them a listen. In the show notes, I have posted a link to my easy guide to keeping your kids healthy this fall and winter, and be sure to head on over to the show notes and grab that. And if you like what you're hearing, I would really appreciate it if you could give the podcast a review. Reviews are very valuable for new podcasts, and it will help other moms like you to find me. Thanks so much. Until next time, remember you are doing the best job you can with the information that you have.